Hello and welcome to episode 101 of How About This? Everybody, run! It's a giant robot! Wait, that's no robot. That's How About This? Hey, babe, I think you're cute. Even if you're in a panda suit. That's right, my name is Jakes. Now it's time to drop the bass. How about this? How about this? One more hundred one podcasting one hundred one. Is that is that our first palindromic uh, podcast number? Well, well not technically. Because there's any a whole lot of 11. yeah. Any double number yeah, is any palindrome. Double. Any of our double numbers, but it's our episodes. first impressive one. It's our first three-digit yes. palindrome. Yeah. Woo! So, rocking it. Um, hey, maybe it's a prime number. I feel like I feel like it might be. I'm gonna check. <gasps> hundred one is the twenty-sixth prime number. It's not a sexy prime, boy. No, it's, it's a not. prime. It's just a, just a regular prime. It's pretty sexy, 101. It's yeah. a sexy number. It yes. is. Yes, it's a, it is a palindromic number, so you've got that right. It's a unique prime. Ah, I'm yeah. just going to let everyone know that we're pretty tired, so this could get a bit sort of... Woo! Oh really? Because we've been there's been lots of I mean we're singing already. Yeah, yeah. we've 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 been traveling. A we've lot traveling. of traveling. Traveling for work. Yeah, we're b- hey guys, we're we're real busy. Yeah, we're, we're, so we're just busy. working actors who have yeah. a lot of stuff on our plate. All oh, those um, people that want to have lunch with me. We don't want, sorry, we don't want to talk about it. We don't yeah. want to get into it. But suffice to say, guys, we're, we're real busy. Like so lots busy. of aeroplane rides and stuff. We're like famous for our busyness. Oh, it's so hard when you have to travel into state all the time. I can't believe it. You know what fucking happened at the airport and the fancy. Oh, and because we have been traveling, surely Geary has many a travel tale to tell. Oh, I've got a couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I have a couple. Oh, oh. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I have a couple of travel Before you start, just a quick number fact. Yes. 101 Dalmatians. Yes. Okay. okay, cool. We were. Everyone was already there. Surely. Oh, no, I just had to, I just had okay. to say you know Get what? it out there. Just I out of no, the way. It was the Dalmatian in the room. All I had to remember was just say Podcast 101, Carl. Just say Podcast 101 because people will love that. I'm sure they did. They're writing in right now saying they loved it. You know what? Carl fucked me. Well, hang on. Um, is that how they, we're going to end we that sentence? We were tired. There've been a few drinks. <laughs> we're going to move on quite quickly. You're going to yeah. you're going to put that in context for yeah, us and the. Oh, 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 <laughs> this is the greatest thing I think I've ever done in my life. Hey, I, I was walking down a concourse, yes. and, and uh, the concourse by its very nature is a long thin with only one area of escape, backwards or forwards. Yes. Like that's it. Two areas of escape. Yep. I was walking one way. Yes. Towards the plane, and uh, there was a, uh, a like a, a stand. For uh, for charity, a charity yeah. uh, for kids with cancer, yes. canteen. Yes. It's a good charity. Yeah. It's great. I'm happy great. to support it. Yeah, there's people there making eye contact with people walking up towards the gate. Right. Yes. There's a, a, this is past where all the like the shops and stuff are. Which airport are you in? Uh, Melbourne Airport. Melbourne Airport. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's like up towards the end of the terminal. Sure. Yeah, I know the one. Uh, but because uh, I'm in airports all the time. Guys. All the time. Because you're time. so busy. So, you know, yeah, really busy. People might, the might know that the, like the wine masters and stuff have a little stall. Well, the canteen have a, had a little stall there, and uh, and I was pretty tired. It was the third day of of, of traveling, and, yeah. And Carl, all our work. Cause yeah, because so Carl goes to the toilet, and I just walk up the concourse. So Classic Carl. I get bailed up by by uh, the canteen girls, and they're nice enough girls. So I'm having a chat with them. Yeah, they're doing and their I, job. I'm just yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't be nasty. No, why would you? Like, do you know about canteen? I'm like, yeah, and they and so I'm just talking about it. Do and I get then, to pick this story up and tell you my perspective of okay, this story? Okay, yeah, sure. So I'm talking, and then Carl comes up behind me, and, and uh, right. I'm just, I'm still just having the polite chats, you know? Yeah. Okay, uh, so, so this is what happens. Right. I'm walking, because Jason's there talking. I see them. It's like, oh, man. So I'm walking. One of them leaves Jason, starts heading towards me. Yeah. Like, they're really in your face type people. Yeah, Carl's nightmare. Gets right in front of me, mm. and she's like... Hey, how are you? And it's like, good. And she goes... And you punched her in the face. She goes, where are you going? I said, I'm he just... He punched her in the yeah, yeah. I'm just going down here, like, yeah. to catch a flight. And she goes, but where are you going? I was like, I'm just going to Brisbane. I think yeah. it was Brisbane. I don't know. Yeah. We're so busy. So yeah. They know the Could boarding times. They know the boarding yeah. times. They're like, yeah. oh, heading to Brisbane. You've got 15 minutes before you board. Yeah. That's how they wrote me. I'm like, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm I'm heading up this way. And they're like, you've still got 15 minutes. Just have a chat. And I was I need 15 so minutes tired. of Geary time. So though, she goes, oh, let's let's come over here. Let's kiss. Let's have a chat. she didn't say that. 
Well, she did, but yeah. I was just skipping that bit. Yep. Um, so she's like, you know, come and have a chat and stuff. And I said, look, this is, you're going to talk to me for a fair while. And at the end, you're going to ask me for money. And I'm going to say no. So let's just skip that. And yeah, I'm you just didn't gonna say go any of that. I did. No, you didn't. I totally did. Carl's telling his portion of the All story, right. Jason. Right. This was before, this was when I was still with her before right. we got back. I'm happy to believe this. All right. And so, yes, you said that. And then we got back because I say that to people on the street now. It's like, right. you can ask me for money then and I'm not going to give you any. So yeah. let's just, I'm, I don't want to waste your time. Yeah. So then we're, the two girls are back together. They're talking to Jason. Jason looks like he's getting something out of his bag yeah. and they asked Jason. I was putting stuff in my bag because oh, okay. I just bought he'd water s- bottles. He ah. stole some stuff from them. Yeah, he'd I picked, stole a bunch of bandanas. bandanas. He used his close-up magic I was, skills. So I was just putting stuff. I had like an arm to awkwardly play stuff because yeah. I'd just been to the shop. One of their phones. Like a, and they asked Jason, you know, what do you do? And Jason goes, oh, he's got his head down still. I'm an actor. And they're like, oh, do you do, what do you do? Theatre, movies, yeah. what are you winning stuff? And then I, I just go... He's the iSelect guy. And then he fucking runs off. <laughs> but, they, but no, <laughs> he stands up and they're like, oh my God, it's you, it's you. And I went, bye. And I fucking sprint and off. he just fucking ran away. Oh, and God. so now they know who I am. Yeah. And I got no choice. But I did I have no choice but to fucking <laughs> sign up for stuff because they know who I am now. And they're going to fucking go, oh, geez, that guy's a cunt. Oh. Like, yeah, he's an uncharitable care guy who doesn't give to kids with cancer. Yeah. And he ran off some... giggling like a fucker. I did the full like cartoon. Like a little running. goblin. I did the full cartoon. Like a where troll. Like, you know where you, you go, trolled me with... Yink. And I was like, bye. And like, going, yink. Oh, and then he just stood like 50 metres away at the gate just laughing. Giggling. Laughing. Giggling. While I'm filling in forms. <laughs> So now I support Canteen <laughs> for 20 not, bucks a month. It's not the worst It's not thing. a worst thing in the world. I would have been happy to buy yeah. a bandana. But he walks up to me and he goes, fuck you. And he goes, fucking Spark are paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> so our fucking business is paying for this. Our business can pay for this because you screwed me. He was laughing so hard for hours. Hours. And then when we walked back, we got back off the plane. We walked by the spot. It was deserted because it was late at night. He has another laughing fit. <laughs> A jape oh. well played. Oh, it was so good. Just threw me so under the good. charity bus. And I respect charities. I donate to a bunch of them. I, yeah. I, I wasn't planning on donating to Cantina. I would have oh. bought maybe something over the counter, a wristband, a bandana I could give to my kids or something to support. Yeah. Now I'm in for 20 bucks a month. You should have just gone the bandana. You could have got away with that. I, they weren't just selling the bandanas. Uh. That's what I thought they were just selling. Because uh. yeah. they had the bandanas on the desk. But they weren't. They were selling whole packages. Because when oh. I said to her, look, you're going to ask me for money, then she goes, no, no, we're not going to ask you for money. And then I was like, how do I get out of this? I know. Throw Geary under the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking hell. So if you have, uh, if you have uh, kindly donated to our Patreon uh, a, a page, um, <laughs> most of that's going to Canteen now. Yeah, um, thanks to Carl. But I think that's still good. I think oh. I, I think you can still feel good about that. <laughs> I but just love that you blame me for it. Like, <laughs> all you had to do is say, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing that." Oh look, I, I, uh, I was I was I was going. I was you went the short sharp play. I was going the long play. Okay. I was going the long play. I was happy to buy something. I don't think I was ready to commit to twenty dollars a month. Yep. Uh, but then you threw me under the bus, <laughs> and they all got excited <gasps> and wanted selfies, and I'm just oh, did like, they? yes. <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh fuck! Fuck! I didn't see that because at that point I was telling Amanda and um, yeah, you and were Emily giggling, skipping down the hall, gathering you round and hear a tale. <laughs> If and you'd if you'd played your cards right, you could have stretched out the fan the fan sort of the fan nature of it longer. Right till so gone. All right, who wants I've a selfie? A let's get a few more selfies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll let's be friends on Twitter. But like, you should have done all the social media with them. Do you want me to sign anything? Yeah. Here, I'll sign some. Um. And then they gone. All right. Do you want to sign up for this thing? And you gone. Oh, no. I've got to catch my. I've got to go to my, my gate now. Sorry. now. Sorry. Yeah. You should have stretched that out. You should have used knew, your fame knew, for evil. Uh, I didn't. I could. Instead of That's good. A, I, uh, <laughs> man, it was it was <laughs> insane. <laughs> and, and so, and my other uh, travel story. Uh, this happened on the way to. Adelaide mm-hmm. uh, when we went over there there's a huge guy now I, I, I've i lost a bit of weight recently and I don't oh. judge people on their size this Except guy this was guy. This, this guy who was huge he was huge he was a huge guy <laughs> he was a, like a seat and a half guy like yeah. not just an overweight guy but a big big guy right and we go onto the plane and it's a two seat and an aisle, then two seat plane. Oh, so oh, no buffer seat. Different flights. Yeah. that's right. Yeah, no so buffer seat. No buffer seat. So overhead space is also very limited. Yeah, right. If people who are coming in like halfway through the boarding process have nowhere to put stuff. Yes, I'm always. This is a geary thing. Yeah, I'm always at the head of line. Yeah. 
when yeah. it comes to boarding. Yes. Oh, yeah. I rock up. And before anyone's actually physically got in the line, yep. I'm the point man. Yep. I'm, the, I'm the guy who stands there and causes other people to form the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're a line maker. And the reason why I, I do that is because I don't want to have to fucking negotiate you overhead want, stuff. You want real estate. Yeah. I just estate. want real estate, yep. right? And me knowing that it's a two-gap, two-flight, I think, man, this, yeah. it's going to be a shit fight, right? Yeah. So big guy goes in in front of me, and I'm thinking, uh, fine. Yeah. He goes in. He's got a massive backpack and a carry-on, right? What? Right? He fucking puts the big uh, carry-on up. It takes yep. up half of a locker because it's a small plane. Yeah. yeah. Then he whacks off his backpack and puts it up in a different locker, like uh, like two set, like in the oh. seats in front of him. He's essentially taking up four rows yeah, yeah, yeah. worth of stuff, and that's bad etiquette because I, it's I, bad I, etiquette. I often take two bags on a on a plane. I take my my suitcase mm. um, thing, my carry on suitcase, and a satchel that's got my laptop and all my stuff. Yeah, in. but I only ever use one. I only put one bag up in the locker. One bag up, one, one bag under. If you've got two bags, one goes in the locker and one has to go under the seat. That's, that's the rules. That's the that's the two bag etiquette. That's etiquette and common courtesy. I've got more. I didn't even I, for etiquette. I put my bag under the seat. I have a smaller bag. If yeah. Get away with it, and I shove it under the seat to yeah. free up some space up above me. That's what other people. Because it's polite. That's what yeah. regular fucking human beings do. Because we're nice. We're nice. This guy taking up all the space. What a fucker. Right. So as the boarding continues, yep. he uh, uh, people are coming on, and I'm just I I'm holding myself back. I don't want to make a scene, mm. but I'm holding myself back at this point. Wait a second. Have, have you gotten some real estate of your own though? You've got I, I got real estate because I was right after him. All right. right? So you haven't, you haven't yeah. suffered. But I, I tipped my bag up on the side. No, Minimal done. space. I boxed that shit. It was, it was in. You've it, done the best you can do in the circumstance. I was in order. But yeah. he's pushing everyone away though, isn't he? Yeah. He's created He's created things. The There's start. a huge black hole there. He's made a black hole. Yep. And so, so people who are who are supposed to be sitting in the same row yep. are now putting bags up the plane and down the plane. Luggage domino it's a, effect. It's a domino effect of craziness, <laughs> and I'm watching it all unfold. And he's doing nothing. No, he doesn't care. He's no, he cares. Yeah. He's watching. Oh, and is he? He's watching all these people, and he's like, oh, maybe, "Are maybe they touching is, my bags? Are they touching maybe my this bags?" This is how he gets pleasure. Right, yeah. chaos theory. Right, and, and so there's fucking. The it's just chaos. Yeah, and I'm, I'm holding myself back, going, dude, j- just get your bag down. Dude, just get it down under the seat. Right, he comes. Some guy comes in. He's sitting in the wrong seat. <laughs> Big guy is sitting in the wrong seat. <laughs> no, right, he's got to cross the aisle. Right, right, doesn't move his bags because he doesn't want to let everyone know that he's got two bags up there. Oh, you son of a bitch! What right? fuck? So other guy who was sitting in his actual seat goes yep. to put a bag up. There's no room. No room because there's bags there already. Already, there's two bags. Right, two bags. So that people are shoving bags on top of each oh. other. It's mental. It's people are other people are taking their smaller bags, McConnell style, yep. out. Yeah, right? yeah. I have a big backpack, wouldn't fit under my seat. No. Yep. But I got the real estate and I'm, do- I'm right. I'm in the right. You are yeah. in the right. I've got the high moral ground. You've only got one bag up there and you've done every can, everything you can to minimise the space. So uh, they close the doors. Ho- uh, the hostesses are coming down, uh, closing all the lockers, fucking jamming shit in <laughs> like <laughs> they do. Like shove a thing, push, 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 they done. They can sense that something's gone horribly wrong right. with the system. They get to his locker. Yeah. There's so much jammed in there. Other people have jammed stuff in. They cannot close it. Can't shut it. They cannot close it. They try to close it for two whole minutes. And they're experts. And he doesn't say a fucking thing. That's a long time. And by this time, my blood is boiling, right? And then... A reckoning. Time for a reckoning. All of a sudden, he goes, oh... No, like they're, they're confounded. They they are defeated. <laughs> Two hostesses shoving at the same time. They're defeated, right? Damn. He goes all of a sudden out of the blue, out of nowhere. He gets up, taps one on the shoulder, goes, "Look, that's that's my backpack. I can take it down if you like." Uh, and they're all like, "Oh, thank you oh, so much, right, now sir." Now he's a hero. Now he's a fucking hero. No, no, <laughs> that's you don't get to flip this shit. <laughs> you cause all of this chaos. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> they <gasps> they bump him up to first business class. Oh, They're like, you, for your kind sacrifice, sir, please uh, allow us to escort you to the front of the plane. Australian of the year. Here's a glass of champagne. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm dumbstruck. Oh. Dumbstruck. Maybe this He's is like his plan. getting bat- backpatched from Fuck everyone. You. Uh, it, it was the absolute worst. I have another the flip. worst. I've got a flip thing. You just mentioned flipping. It just sparked it. You know, yep. you're talking about lift flips. Yeah, we talked about the lift flip. The other day, I get in the lift um, when I'm checking out. Yeah. Uh, early in the morning, people in the lift already with yep. bags and stuff. Mm. I'm, I get in. I'm standing right at the yep. front. Lift opens. 
after you, sir. No, no, after you. Oh. I let everyone go past yeah. me. Nice. And then they, and then we're walking there, and, and I just walked faster naturally than the other people. Mm. And so then I stood back, and I was like, and the so guy looks fine. at me, and he goes, no, no, after you. And I was like, no, no, you're in the lift first and stuff. You know, yeah. it's like, you can go in front Did of me. Did you make his day? He looks at me. He gives me a nod and a smile like, you're fucking all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're a fucking good because man. Because he didn't realize he'd been lift flipped yeah. until you went, you no, yeah. that's, this yeah, is yeah. the way it should be. Yeah. 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 No, I, I felt did, good and I felt good. And I tell you what, I did the same thing the other day. It wasn't checkout time. I yeah. don't know if it was checkout time, but I, I got in the lift and, and when I got out, I let the I let the other people go go past me because I had lift flip in yeah. my brain. Yeah. Lift, it's a thing, lift flip. Yeah. You don't want to be a lift flipper? No. no you do not. Don't I'm be a lift, lift flipper. I'm flipping the lift flipper. Yeah. We've and learned for a lot. God's sake, if you have two bags <laughs> on a plane, Although I, could you please Put one under your seat. Though I'm hearing this is a simple way to become a hero on a plane. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I know. They were, Maybe that's why he does they it. They were all throwing time. him extra drinks. Yeah. They, uh, oh, I just god. wanted. Uh, you know, I, I I almost turned into uh, uh, I almost turned into Bruce Willis. Like I almost <laughs> just wanted to grab his head and snap it into the back of the seat really quickly, <laughs> just to knock him out to stop him taking credit for this. Yeah, I I, I was. Uh, I saw the whole thing unfold. It was, it was worse than a train wreck. Anyway, moving on. That was, that was the worst of my experience. On the flip side of that, can I just say, I had a taxi driver on the way home last night. Yes. He was really chatty and he was really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. And he told me about how he met his girlfriend and came to be in Australia. He's a Pakistani guy. Yep. Uh, he, he lives in, uh, he was living in Utah. Yep. He Whoa. met his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, he was there for three years uh, on a business visa learning some stuff. Yep. Uh, and how to be a his Mormon. girlfriend. Uh, him and his girlfriend literally ran into each other on a ski, ski slope. Oh, wow. And he broke her ankle. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Classic car. I pulled away as well. Oh, there we go. Sorry, that <laughs> laughter just put us into pause mode. So he literally, he broke her ankle, right? Right. And, and he was skiing with his mates at the time. Yeah. And she was like, you just ruined my holiday. She was Australian. And, and she's like, you just ruined my holiday. And he's like, I'm so sorry, can I help you? And she was being really, really nasty to him. That's oh, perfect because, romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, because uh, he's broken her ankle and his mates are like, come on, man. Like, she's not letting you help her. Yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah. He felt really bad about leaving her, but he left because he couldn't really do anything. Yeah. He was living in a really tiny town that have like a, a house, like a neighborhood party yeah. everywhere. He said there's like 18 houses in this town, and once a week they have a neighborhood party. Cool. Oh, and that's he was awesome. at the neighborhood party. No alcohol, just tea, biscuits, everything like it's that. It's like Utah, mate. It's yeah, a dry start. It's dry, <laughs> isn't it? Just fucking love it. And, um, <laughs> and, and so he's loving it. And he, he, uh, he, one of the women who works there yeah. has a niece, and she's telling him a story about her, her, her niece who's staying with her, mm. who just had her ankle broken by a dude. <laughs> Uh, who who lives on uh, uh, who uh, who bumped into her on the mountain and he goes that that was me oh no and she was like oh my god that's that's disgusting how could you leave her like I'm so sorry she said you have to take the next week off work and look after her <gasps> right and so. He's like, I can't get a week off work. So there's a whole side story about him dealing with his manager. Eventually he gets the, the week off work. Yeah. He goes in with yellow flowers, takes her yellow flowers on the day. Yeah. She's allergic. The, the, auntie, the auntie hasn't told the girl about this at all. Uh-oh. She's playing a joke on him, right? And, but, but she did it so forcefully that he actually got the week off work. <laughs> So he rocks up. She's at work. She's just uh, and her niece is just coalescing on the couch. So he rocks in. She's not expecting anyone, but oh because it's a small town, you just knock and walk in. He oh says, my like God. A, so he knocks and walks in with <laughs> flowers. Me. She's laid up on the couch, and and she's like, "Who the fuck are you?" And he's like, "I'm the guy who broke your ankle." And she's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you bringing me flowers for? You're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> And so he totally got dumped in it. But then, and then the next day, he he found the ladies and like, why did you do that to me? Because she said, I thought it would be funny. And he went back to work, and the guy went, Nah, you fired. Like you can't oh, take a whole no. week off. Oh, what? So then he just started looking after her anyway. <laughs> and then they fell in love that is over so the cool. next two weeks. Oh my and god, now that's he's a movie in Australia. That that's should be amazing. a movie. So you know, I had, uh, uh, you know. Bag space hog guy, but yeah. I also got this lovely conversation with this guy in wow. a taxi as well. So, so yeah, there's there's the flip side of my uh, travelling. I have experience. a flip side to that. Nice, Jesus, you um, guys are on a flip side. Taxi story. I had an one of the Ubers. I got to the airport. Had this guy in it who was a, a Greek guy because he kept telling me, mm-hmm. you know, 
Greek is best. And yeah, all yeah, sure. Stuff. He was proud of his heritage. He was a fucking mental case. Right. And it slowly started doing, like, so basically he's got a Vietnamese girlfriend that he's met and he's telling us all these stories, you know, going, oh, you know, Vietnamese, he goes, you know, once you've had Asian, you don't go like oh, that. You know, like he was fucking right. bad. All right, so he's awful, racist, saying yeah. all this stuff. And it's like, you're just a dick. But then he starts coming out with weird stuff like how his dad is an engineer and invented the golf buggy. And I'm like, he invented the golf buggy? Really? The golf buggy? Okay. Possibly. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. And... Surely that's been around for well, longer that's than what I'm any thinking. age. I don't know. But the other one that he invented, apparently, was the cricket stump. Well, that, that has been around yeah. longer than than anyone's granddad. And apparently, his dad gave the plans away so he didn't make any money. Because <laughs> he was just a nice guy. He was a nice guy, and that's what he did. He gave all the plans away. And it's like, you're driving me. And you're fucking mental. And yeah. he's driving, and he's looking long. He apparently has three factories and stuff. And it's like, why are you driving for Uber then if you're so fucking loaded? And he's talking about manufacturing stuff. But he was one of those guys, like he told me the Asian thing and then he'd be quiet for about 30 seconds. He goes, so yeah, yeah, my Asian girlfriend. Out of the blue and just start right. talking again about right. it. And then he got on to manufacturing. He goes, I need to manufacture something. What am I going to manufacture? To be fair, you were a series of lies. Tell me about <laughs> Asians a lot. <laughs> What's this stuff on the road? What do you reckon they use that for? And I was like, to block the lanes and stuff while they rebuild the next bit. And he's like, yeah, i got to do something like that. got to manufacture stuff. What am I going to manufacture? Got three factories. What am I going to do in those factories? <laughs> <laughs> just selling factories. No yeah. equipment. No, just, empty factories. just saying all this stuff. And then apparently he's a boat builder and he's a boat and he has a boat and he's a deep sea trawler guy and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, how are you driving this? Anyway, he's talking about ratings and how people give him bad ratings and stuff. And I'm like, well, I understand that. Yeah. I gave him five stars because I didn't understand because I don't understand the rating system. And it's like, is he gonna know that I rated him no, poorly? I didn't know that at the time. Anyway, I've contacted Uber to report him because he's, he's a fucking mental yeah, case. And he narrated every single thing he did in the car. So I get in, he's like, I'm going to have my coffee. Here's my coffee. It's a black coffee. Uh, I can have a black, so if there's no milk in there, so I can just drink it cold when I want. And I haven't drunk it today, so I'm going to drink it now. I'm starting the car now, and I'm going to turn around this corner. Like, he's narrating the lane changes and things like that. Holy dooly. And then we're driving along. You know where you turn left onto west to get onto the west gate off Kingsway? Yeah, yeah. Um, he goes, oh, I'm going to go over to the right because look at the traffic up ahead. And so he gets around to the right, and he goes, I know I've got to get across these lanes. And so we're driving up, and it's like we're getting really close, and we're four lanes away from the turn. And he just goes, cuts straight across four lanes in front. And there's like, meep, meep, boop, beep, screeches and things like that. He was a fucking Just the lunatic. way Carl likes it. A yep. lunatic. Awesome. So, yeah. So getting out in the world has provided us with <laughs> yeah. a myriad of horror stories. Yeah. You've but done well. That's I, my only horror story. No plane horror stories for me. Yeah. Flying no. was smooth and yeah. good. Yeah. I had no a great vomits. time all flying. I had yep. no, I had no, no horror stories. I did continue my run. I love films on planes. Every film I watch, I love. So I can't tell if they're good films or not. But I'll, every single film I watch, I love. And I'll tell you what, the other day I flew um, and I watched Eddie the Eagle. <laughs> oh, yes. You cried. Oh, God brought a tear to my eye. Oh, how many tears? <laughs> and I was thinking, this is not that great a film. But I am emotionally, I am emotionally affected right now. And it got me thinking about it again. And there is, um, there is quite a bit of um, anecdotal evidence ah. now of people um, like crying it. on planes uh, or being very emo- heightened emotions. Yeah, I've looked into it. Nice. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, um, but there's no science behind it. No one's, right. no one's studied oh, okay. the science of it. There's right. just a lot of speculation about why, why it is. But it's definitely a thing that you, um, you, you can get a study people can get, yeah, can yeah. get a lot more emotional um, on, on, on planes and when they're watching, watching stuff. So Maybe it's because you're, you're forced to be introspective because you, you, the personal space bubble is so low. Yeah. Like you, you internalise everything. I don't know. I don't know. They should make cinemas like but that. But I'm like not alone. Pressurised cinemas yeah. where you know, <laughs> it feels like you're up at 3,000 feet. Soon you'll just wear a VR headset That's true. that makes it look like you're in a cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Not well, the actual movie. Yeah. Just make it look like you're in a But cinema. what happens if you cry in a VR headset? Oh, it Shorts gets all out, foggy. You get electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> no sad movies. No sad things. Uh, I watched Sisters on the yes, plane. Yes, I, t- I too watched that. I highly recommend. If you haven't seen it, get yourself some Sisters. It is a funny film. It is hilarious. Although, as I've just stated, we both did watch it on, on an airplane. Right. So okay. we, I'd like to hear someone who didn't watch it on an airplane and their views. But I tell you, it was a cracker. Yeah, I want to watch really it was. and I'm not going to watch it on an airplane so I can I can be the 
Uh, You're our control subject. Yes, yeah. control. That's it. Control. Um, back to a number fact. Yes. Um, here's a strangely interesting one. The 101 kilometer rule is a condition of release from the gulags in the, in the Soviet. Was a condition of release uh, for from gulags in the Soviet Union. Right. Uh, during the Moscow Olympics, um, they cleared out all the major um, areas. They cleared out all the riffraff ah. in a, for 100 kilometers. They had a 100 right. kilometer no oh, riffraff really? zone. Wow. Um, and then what they in- implemented was that if people got released from gulags or prisoners got released. They, the, one of the conditions of release was you couldn't get within 100 meters, 100 kilometers of of, of cities, Moscow, of, right. of, of, of any city, any city. Yeah, you had to, you had to. What did you live, live in the wilderness <laughs> yeah, in the tundra? You had to, yeah. you had to end right. up in small, in, in small towns. So yeah, was oh like, there was 101 kilometer rule. So, so they just so I imagine those little shanty criminals. towns that sprung up 101 yeah. kilometers out of um out of major cities. Just controlled crime. Yeah. Nice. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, and, I w- and I already mentioned... Uh, now, what I do have to point out... Now, okay. I'm going to make this quite clear. Um, f- there are no international dialing codes oh. for the next roughly 140 episodes. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> awesome. Not until we're deep into our 200-odd uh, episodes do our international dialing codes come back into So get play. studying, wow. Jason. Get studying. So you've got, you've got about two, two, maybe three years <laughs> to get your geography <laughs> your geography knowledge in order. Can we get another sort of quiz I'll, going I'll on? I'll have a look. Something might come up ISBNs? organically. No, I, I looked. There's no ISBNs either. Okay, cool. Yeah, There'll yeah, be we, another quiz. We've dried up. But I'll, I'll look into it. I'll see what we, we can do. You should find a quiz that Jason could at least compete in. Oh, for oh. fuck's sake. <laughs> I won half a one. <laughs> All right? I'm on a scoreboard. Oh, nice. I've got a new segment. Ooh. Uh, right. We've had uh, well documented in our first 100 episodes was Rick's uh, shoe disaster. Yes. Crockensteins. Uh, Crockensteins. This week, uh, Kiki Eyebrows. Sent a picture to how about this? On Facebook. On Facebook. Which I've been maintaining as per my pee Bang. Nice pee uh, uh, on Facebook of a uh, an op shop op shop close asking for our opinion. <gasps> oh, I did see this. Yeah. Yes, and you saw uh, that on Facebook, Carl. Uh, I think Jason showed me. Ah, because you were travelling. Yes, due to work, and I couldn't check Facebook <laughs> myself because I was so busy. Yeah, I was got so much busy. <laughs> so busy. So Jason had to do it. He was uh, like my assistant, Facebook assistant. <laughs> he's like, Carl, you should look at this. I'm so busy, and he held it up in front of my eyes. So uh, I'd like to encourage uh, any other listeners to oh. send in. Uh, photos where uh, where they think it's a fashion on the line because I have. Can you put it on the screen? So yeah, I will it. put it on the screen. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show uh, Kiki's thing to our resident fashion expert Steg and Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome Steg, welcome Dirt. Hello, hello there. It's very good to be here. Ah, oh, thanks. I mean, we've been sitting here listening to you guys talk about oh, all the things. So many things. Um, it's a real shame that there's no more uh, international dialing codes. That was one of the only reasons I listened to the it podcast. It was riveting. Yeah. Uh, so, so riveting. So much tension. I when know. was Jason going to come through with the goods? <laughs> Never. I feel That's like he was I on thought. the verge. Did you? I feel like it was just around the corner. No, that but was a corner very far away. But down a long street. Now the corner. Of loneliness. Now the on the Nullarbor Plain. Yes. There's no corners for a long time. Uh, now, so I, I don't know. I'm sorry to say this, guys. You look very familiar. Generic yes. Eastern Every European time you meet us, Time you meet us, you you ask us these questions, and you know uh, there's who, no who real Ste- answer. There's no real answer. Who is Steg? You, want, who is you exactly. always want to find out who is Steg and who is Dirt. <laughs> what does it matter? What is who is who? And no what one has what? ever known which one of us is the Steg and which one of us is the no, Dirt. We are Steg and or Dirt. <laughs> Steg and or Dirt. That's yes. right. Now uh, we're starting a new segment on Good. how about this, where people can send in their fashion things. Yeah. It's about now, time. Course, if yeah. you're listening to this, you can head to our Facebook sp- uh, page, uh, Facebook f- uh, forward slash How about this. Uh, Just search how about this in Facebook. That's how all the young kids do it. Uh, You don't need to know actual sort of web addresses for Facebook pages. You just you just Google that shit. Yeah. Uh, Kiki Hono has sent in a picture of a a suit, a pants suit uh, that she found in an Amsterdam. uh, She looks Dutch with Australian heritage. That's right. I mean, I was thinking that too. You can tell by the eyebrows. No one takes such pride in the eyebrows unless they've got real sort of Dutch culture in them, but with an Australian twist. Just a, like a little spink. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw Steg and Odette uh, 
spit out of their mouth <laughs> as they were talking. Yes, laugh about visual comedy <laughs> on the podcast. How long have you been doing podcasting, Mr. Jason? I'm sorry. Jeez. Okay, so uh, if right. you could describe from head to toe and give us your professional opinion mm. uh, of this particular outfit. It's grey. Uh, it's, it's a very grey. fitted jacket. It's, it is. With it's a wide collar. It's I, nice, yeah. Cool. I mean, I think we can all agree. It's a jacket. Let's start with the jacket. The jacket I mean, works for me. It is. Uh, I, would, I would give that a solid nine and three quarters out of ten. Okay. Like, and that's not just the rating. That's also a mythical train platform. <laughs> oh, nice. And so you know okay. that's a good rating. I'm giving a 7 out of 8.5. Um, and that's pretty good. <laughs> that's really Mathematically. good. Mathematically. Yeah. If I you mean, break it down. I agree. The jacket by itself is almost worth the purchase. It's I think fitted, it was yeah. something like a throw, four, 90 euro or something. So what? It, was, yeah. it wasn't a cheap... Price is not important when you're talking about fashion. That's true. What price fashion? No price. No, it's, you can't put a price tag on you it. Can't. I mean, everyone always does put a price tag fashion on it. Fashion never functions. That's how stores work. Oh, fucking economies, economies. Yeah, but it, when you boil it down to its yeah. purest form, yeah. you don't need to worry about the price tag because that's no. not part of the overall outfit. Because it's the persons that makes the clothes. And once you've bought it, what do you do? What's the first thing you do? You take the price tag off. That's true. Unless that's part of the fashion. Or if you're Jay-Z and you leave him on your sneakers because he just wears them once and then throw them away. Yeah, and I say hats off to you. Unless you, you were never wearing a hat because of fashion. Have yeah. you guys ever collaborated with a uh, big star like Jay-Z or anything? Kanye. Like? Kanye? Yeah. Yes, uh, the, yes we do the, the we two do of the us and Kanye, Kanye. Yeah. we worked on uh, artisanal fish market. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. What is that? It's just we, fish, like it, fancy fish. Yeah, it was like, like a. Are. We were trying to tackle the sushi enter, enterprise. Yeah. Uh, it was sort of the. It was early 2000s. Uh -huh. And sushi was at the height of its power. Mm -hmm. uh, they were popping up in the malls everywhere. And we thought it's a bit run of the mill, isn't yeah, it? That's right. It's a yes. little bit humdrum. We so need someone Everyone's to doing it the same way. Yeah. So, so my, by my understanding, sushi has lost some of its power if yeah. it was at the height of its power. It's, yeah. it's, oh, it's gone now. Oh, yeah. there's, oh really? Oh, there's yeah. no more sushi anymore. So a lot yesterday. of people here. No. Peak sushi, didn't they? Yeah. Peak they were sushi. like, oh, how good sushi. The sushi oh, I'm bubble. loving the sushi. It was oh, the sushi bubble. Get me another cooked tuna roll. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have four for lunch. That's right. I'm going to have two for a snack. Yep. I can have six for dinner. It That's was like, right. There was no amount. It was just how many you were going to have for each meal. Or you just get a big one and you cut it into half an in pieces. Yeah. I want one big one. Or I want six little ones. And that went on for quite some time uh -huh. when sushi was at the height of its power. Right, right. So That's you're right. working with uh, Kanye. Yeah. yeah. For, yeah. And we took this into an artisanal market. Yeah. We took the fish yeah. and we made it, we, we made it, it's so unique. And, um, and, and what's the word? Um, it's that words that Bespoke. people, that's the word I'm that looking is. for. Of course it is. We made. Because that's what it is. We took sushi into the bespoke um, realm. Yeah, arena. Yeah. I can say arena, it was big. It was crafty, it was rustic. Oh, it was. Yeah, and the and the chefs who made it, they, they had to do some wrapping because that was where that was the Kanye. All oh, right, so yeah. as they I were feel like our wrapping the sushi, sushi they, they were, were wrapping. Yeah. wrapping yeah. As and well. I feel like Ooh, our yeah. um our artisanal fish markets yeah. really started the they were the 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 beginning of the whole hipster movement. That's right, and uh, they created what became the baristas of now. And it was the ends of sushi because they were like, well, what. Nothing can follow this. That's right. This is the greatest thing of all time. So you guys broke sushi. We basically killed sushi. But right. we made it the greatest thing ever, and yeah. then we killed it. Yeah. Because so what else do you die. do once you have the greatest thing ever? You have you to kill, kill it. it. You yeah. Kill your babies. Yeah. Ah. Oh, and your darlings. Kill your darlings. Yes, yeah, yeah. Kill your darlings. Right? Because your babies. <laughs> because due to our court order, we can no longer kill babies. No, that no. was a that was a like a uh, that was an art project. Art project. Yeah. yeah no, installation bit where after three days we killed a baby and people were not happy. Okay. That was uh, we were like it's art. You can't challenge art. Yeah. And they're like we can. Legally, you can't kill babies. <laughs> we spent the first hundred episodes listening to this podcast in jail. <laughs> oh, okay, well, it's nice to have you guys out. Okay, yeah. so, so uh, we have right. the top. Yeah. The jacket, I, I think, it could function by itself just in a, a in a thing. Now, the pants are interesting. The pants. It looks like it's got space for a penis or for a big poo. <laughs> it's it 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 is an unusual groinal area. Yeah. it's a three quarter leg gray trouser Fitted. with what looks like a prolapse. You would say it's, it's a labial explosion. It's like jodhpurs that um, shat their pants. Yes. <laughs> Shat pants, jodhpurs. Yes. It's, a, a, it's like a prolapse 
joppers. Like yes. they, 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 instead of the inside, the outside going out, the inside goes. Yes, out. you know, it looks like she could sort of do star jumps, and that would act like a like a bellows, and the air would shoot up out of the top of her pants and make her hair go in the well, air. Well, it would shoot into her vagina, would. If that she was looks there. like she could I certainly. Um, I'm not going there. <laughs> she looks like she could certainly jump off a cliff and use those pants as the flying flappy you know, pants. Yeah, you know what people? Oh, those suits. wingsuits, parachute yeah. suits. Yeah, yes. yeah. Those pants would fit that. The suit, unfortunately, would provide her no buoyancy no. in the air. But no. the pants would give her a little I mean, bit of elevation. She could unbutton it, though, and be like a squirrel. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but so, in summation, guys? Yeah. I like it. Oh, uh, look. It's I business up top, and it's what the fuck down below. <laughs> and what I like most about the ensemble that she's posted on the Facebook is she's clearly turned up to the op shop, and she's just tried this on. And so, she's, not, she's got it on with no shirt underneath, and she's got no shoes and socks. And I think that's the only way this outfit work, oh, works. Oh, no shoes. She's got to be barefoot. She's yeah. got to have... No shirt underneath the jacket because you get that little hint of belly button, which billy. is cheeky. Um, and I think it, the whole ensemble works. I don't think there's enough labial explosions in our fashion today. No. Uh, and it's about time we embraced it. She needs to slick her hair back. That's what so I'm saying. So you guys going to create the labial line? I think, uh, yeah. We yeah. did that in prison. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was great success. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Well, it's really nice to have you guys on the outside. Thanks for having us. Uh, uh, so if you've got any other fashion queries where you think, I don't know, uh, is it a go, is it a woe? Oh, uh, we can let you know. Yeah. yeah. We'll oh, let you know oh, if it's a oh. go or a woe. Please whoa, send whoa, it to whoa. our Facebook page and Steak and Dirt will, uh, will let you know. All right. You so go. we've got to go see our parole officer now. Yes. Okay. okay see you later. Time Steak to check dirt. in. Otherwise, my, and dirt. my bracelet releases a chemical and, yeah. I, and I pass out. And sorry about your dog inside. What did you do? I killed it. Oh, it's shit. an installation. Yeah, okay. for art. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, you're allowed to kill dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. They're not a, humans. It's not a grey really. area. It's yeah. a grey area. I think we've got some wriggle room. I rode a horse here and killed that for art. Okay, thanks. Yeah. And food, because I was hungry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, it's good. great to see you guys. Uh, so, listeners, please send in your fashion questions and Stig and Dirt will answer them all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, well, those guys were great. Yeah. yeah. I don't what know guys? why we left. Why did we leave? What guys were great? What? <laughs> the fashion gurus were here. Yeah. Really? We left yeah. for I love no those reason, guys. Carl. They did this amazing thing with the baby where they killed it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. People uh, didn't understand Speaking it. of PPs, uh, Rick has also posted uh, the Genderbent uh, fan fiction version. Oh, of, cool. Uh, uh, of How about, How about that? that? This called How About That to yes. our Facebook page. Yes. So check that out on there as well. Um, so yes, I, as mentioned last uh, podcast, I decided to be a bit more proactive on the Facebook page, and so I have been. I've been responding to um, to to, to um, anyone who posts on the page nice. as quickly as I can. Uh, I've posted a few things that we've talked about uh, with, that we should post. Um, but I was thinking, do I need to check what what sort of what, what's our what's our bar for me fulfilling my PP? What do you think is uh, is is what's my benchmark? What's my KPIs? What do I need to be hitting on a weekly know. basis? I guess. Do you think? I think if you check in once a day, that's all right. So if I'm checking page? in once a day, but do I? I don't need to post something once a day, or do no, I? No, 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 no. Check in I replies. If there's something you find interesting, yeah. or something maybe that we've talked about on the podcast, and we can pop a link up to. We yeah. can do that. The main thing is honouring what we say on the podcast. Yeah. So if it's like, well, here's this thing, and we'll put a link up, and yep. we never do. That's yep. when we should do that. So I definitely need to do that. Yeah. All right. Totally. Uh, hey, I've got a, a just a really super quick thing. Okay. There was a guy in America who started having a heart attack. America. He's in a, America. Uh, and he's he's in a Tesla. So he presses the hospital button like he on his map. Oh, really? And just falls back in his seat, unconscious. Car drives him to the hospital. No. Wow. Yep. To the fucking hospital and it saved his life. Wow. It's the future. It's the total future. But the car did run over three people. On <laughs> three people died and a baby and, and a horse transformed <laughs> and a dog. And stabbed a Google car in the back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, Google. <laughs> Tesla's got Tesla feeds back to their home base all the time. Right. So in one day, they've collected they collect more data than Google have with their whole car thing, which has been going for many years longer. Really? Do in the whole that, time Google's been around. Because they've got more more on the road. They can take over your car, Tesla, at any point they want. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Watch out. Skynet. Skynet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, now, just before we kick into something else, I just want to take a moment to mourn the loss of Gene Wilder. Oh, Gene oh, Wilder. Yeah. Uh, because Wilder. he was, I th I, I can, I, I'm pretty sure I was speaking for all of us, uh, a, a big part of our youth, whether it was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, 
uh, or Young Frankenstein. Uh, I remember loving him and Richard Pryor in all of their <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stupid movies. My, my parents, God. my parents seem to get all of those. They hired all anything yeah, with Richard Pryor those. and Gene Wilder. We end up watching good, on video. That was such a good duo. Yeah, they worked so well together. He's so dry, like yeah. that, like in Willy Wonka. It's just like. The darkness. So straight, but with just that edge of like, I will kill you children. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so good. Yeah. yeah. And, and young Frankenstein, of course. Yeah. The, the whole putting on the Ritz scene was his idea. He fought Mel Brooks to have it in the film. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's one of the classic bits of film comedy wow. ever. So uh, thank you, Gene Wilder, wherever you are. You will be missed. He's dead, dude. He's dead. Uh, I've got, I'm going to go to a Snapchat thing. Ooh. Because I put a Snapchat thing out before. Let me see. Oh, I've got four things here. Ooh. Give us one of them. Okay. I've got one from DJ Payne. Payne. I'm clicking on it. Comedy Bang Bang Review, please. Oh, uh, yeah. He wrote uh, that on our Facebook page. He's doubling well. up. Why? You hussy. You social media hussy, DJ Payne. Nice. Uh, uh, I went to see Comedy Bang Bang last Friday night. Yeah. Uh, d- do a live podcast to a sold out. Athenaeum Theatre here in Melbourne. Kimmy uh, Four stools on stage. Mike Hanford did the Hanford, yeah, Hanford, Hanford. Oh, jeez, uh, do your the, research, uh, mate. Jesus, did the man. opening uh, sloppy kind of half hour set, and he was so funny. Really, really great. Uh, then they all came out. Uh, Scott Ockerman introduced uh, Mike Hanford as John Ockerman. 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 I don't know. Osher. I hate Scott Ockerman, but I love Scott Ockerman. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to like this or not. So uh, Mike Hanford was uh, John Han- Lennon. Hanford? And then, uh, Hanford or Hanford? Because Han- Han- again, I hate Mike Hanford. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins came out. Uh, Thompson? As <laughs> Paul F. Thompson. Thompson's. Uh, pale Paul Thomas Anderson Paul was it Paul Thomas? Thomas? P.T. Anderson came out <laughs> oh, brilliant. and made a film. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and then Lauren Lapigus came out. Labia kiss and Labia's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was a great night. It was very, <laughs> very funny. I left uh, uh, tired from laughing and drunk. Yeah, good. Uh, so yeah, it was a it was a fantastic show. Um, you can hear them. I don't know why we're plugging other things. You can actually hear them on the Howl app, but you have to subscribe uh, to get the exclusive tour stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's, Who wants to do that? Uh, Sounds like work. But yeah, the Howl app often, you'll be able to find a code uh, to subscribe for one month for free on the okay. Howl app. Uh, if you download uh, any kind of Howl thing they often have, put the code in you at one month free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to hear them, uh, you can listen to it. And our friend Bryce... Uh, was uh, doing all the sound on Bryce it. Bryce Halliday. Oh, nice. With yeah, the Ritz yeah. in the most showbiz name in showbiz. Indeed. Bryce Halliday. Yeah, Give so it up for there the There you tweet. go, DJ Payne. It was wonderful and you missed out. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, I've got I've got some uh, some heavy news. I I did some research. Nuts. Yep. On women's volleyball. Oh. On the uniforms. Strap yourselves in, uh, kids. Yeah, guys. Get ready. I'll be very brief, like the women's costumes. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. oh, hello. hello. I'll give you guys a moment just to hello. recover. Carl's dad jokes are in the room. I did just make that up. I didn't even plan that. Wow. What? How much of your stuff do you plan? <laughs> All of it. What? <laughs> Every bit. Wow. Because Podcast 101. Podcast 101. Podcast 101. So I'll keep it to the minimums. All right. 99. Now, we need to stretch this out to one of the most boring. Conversations ever. 1999, <laughs> they introduced the the very skimpy bikinis skimpy. for the women. How long yes. has it been around for officially? The sport, B- beach yeah. volleyball. I don't know. I didn't. I'm just trying to give you the the big the points. Stop asking okay. questions. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, 1999, Christ. they brought that in. Uh, huge rebellion. Lots of angry yes. people about it. Everyone was pissed. Uh, what were they wearing before that? Don't know. I don't Stop know. asking questions. No, no idea. I'll tell you what I know. All right, all right. Um, the reason that men get to wear singlets yes. is so they can have the number and the name, so the umpire can see it. Which they put on the back of the women's top in a tiny little bit of material. Yep. So that makes no the sense. Back. So that no makes sense. yeah. So I call bullshit on that. Yep. Um, the other thing is in 2012 in London for the Olympics. Yep. Um, just because there are some religions that require the women to cover up, uh-huh. they allowed long sleeves. Yep. Uh, long pants. Yep. Uh, and they also but suggested that's only an Olympic competition or from that point on. Did I? I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> All right. Now I know how Rick feels in number facts. Yeah, that's right. It's fucking shit. So research. This is He's my research. Telling do the research. Stop. I'm trying to make this short and punchy. <laughs> so, uh, and also because it was London and the matches are at night sometimes, they said to people, if it gets below 16 degrees, you're allowed to wear long sleeves and stuff. Otherwise, no. So, so 
you had to either have religious reasons yep. or temperature reasons. Yes. Is that right? Okay. And now, and I can't find officially in the rules because I actually read the official rules. Right. I can't find that they've said you can do that any time now, but it seems to be based on some other articles I read that they've relaxed that sort of stuff. Yeah, now, sure. So people were getting more of a choice. The, the most interesting thing that I found was they did, oh, no, first they did a poll of, I shouldn't say that because I was going to say, I'll say a survey, a rather, survey. Than, uh, rather than polling women. Um, Jesus Christ, man! It wouldn't have been weird no until you there. until you Not made it weird. It made, and then I said it. Anyway. I know. Jesus, Carl, your mind, your mind, septic. <laughs> no one was going there. What the fuck? They did a survey of all the professional women, yes. uh, volleyball players. So they polled them. And it split down. The women. Yes, they did. And yep. it split down the middle uh, based on those that hate it. No, shut up. That's not even. What? Thing. What are you laughing Smirked. at? You what? Were, you were smirking. Uh, and half of them hate the costumes. Yes. Half of them like it. Yeah. Most of the ones that like it say it's because sand, less yep. places for sand to yep. get into. Uh, the thing that I found most interesting is they did, they analysed the London Olympics, all the camera shots. Yeah. Uh, 70% of the camera shots are of the woman's breasts. Yes. Uh, 20% of the camera shots are of the woman's butt. Yeah. So that's 40. So that's almost, that's 37% of the shots in a volleyball game in the Olympics were of the women's bits. I feel so like you said ninety percent. Uh, yeah, no, no, forty no, percent. I you said seventy percent and no, 20%. no, no. I said seventeen percent. Ah, that's where the confusion was. And twenty yeah. percent sounded right. like seven. So thirty-seven percent altogether. All right, Which just nice. of actual like butts. no heads, no arms, yep. no bodies, just yeah. butts, butts and boobs. Yep. yep. Anyway, it sounds like from your research that um, I was right. They are allowed to wear what they like, and so people are choosing. Some officially, of them, officially, they're not. Uh, but they've relaxed the rules. No, it doesn't say that in the rules. <laughs> All right. We're going to debate this for the next 15 minutes and it's going to involve me going, oh, yeah, but da, and then you going, oh, but, 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 but. and Jason, please moderate. But Rick, no Bye. <laughs> it works. It does. It's good. Because it's got to be weird then. <laughs> oh, where did we have, where, in our travels, where did we have uh, a, a place when, to oh know yeah, something, yeah, something really awkward happened. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Much like us trying to remember it. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 let's not stop until we remember it. <laughs> Guys. Guys. I reckon we could take our time more with this podcast. We're always barreling through content. Like, bang, bang. We put a pressure on ourselves to be zippy and and always nailing our our, our briefs. But I reckon there's time for us to just be sitting on... To remember, I can't remember what it was, but it was was terribly awkward. We really needed no ops. I've got a thing here from Alice Carter, long-time listener. Is this too negative? What's the worst scene you've ever improvised? Oh. oh, that's easy. I was doing a uh, playback show. And uh, for those who don't know playback, uh, it's a bit of a yah kind of format, improvised format. It's arty. Uh, it's yeah. arty. Lots uh, of whispering. Uh, what happens is people tell their stories and we play it back, but we try to interpret it and, and With kind some of non-naturalistic find the, elements. the subtext and all that sort of stuff. Repetition of language. Uh, and <laughs> so uh, Soundscapes. we were doing a corporate gig. Transformation of character. I think I mentioned, <laughs> I think I mentioned uh, that this was was the worst gig I ever did. Oh, is this yes. the Foster's gig? Uh, this is the Foster's gig. So not only was it the worst gig, you also did your worst scene. Yeah, yeah. Double down. And this guy got up. He was in the midst of like 12 other like senior members yep. uh, telling these stories. This guy got up and told a story about how he went to a strip club. Uh-oh. Uh, and uh, and he didn't have any cash on him, Red so he tried. To, he said to the stripper, "Could he use FPOS?" And he pulled out his card and tried to swipe it through her he, cracks. He would be the first person who's tried that as well. Oh my That's God. amazing. And, and he told this to, story, and you're supposed to play the to story a theatre company that was going to play it back in front of people at. A work event. Jesus. Classy. Classy. Woo. That's classy. That was the worst thing. And and like we were all like, we don't really want to play this back. So we didn't go anywhere near that bit. We made we made it really short. We we're all shocked and confused by this point anyway. Yeah. And none of us wanted to be there. Did you just make an abstract an abstract soundscape? F-boss. 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 Swipe. You're gross. You're fucking Patriarchy. You're awful. Patriarchy. idiot. I think You're that's fired. what we did. I You're think fired. what we did. You're fired. Uh, I never wanted to leave a room more in my life. So that was the worst The worst scene I did. The worst scene I've... I mean, I've crashed and burned in a lot of scenes, but that's part of impro. impro. You've yeah, got to embrace it, failure. Yeah. So I think one of the worst ones actually... there was a, It was a moment. I was on stage last year doing the doco thing during the Fringe that we were doing, that show, and I was giving a monologue 
and my brain shut off. Like I just, <laughs> I stopped talking and I couldn't remember what I was talking about and I couldn't remember what I'd said. And I was like, it probably happened over five seconds, but it felt like a minute. And I was just trying to dig my way out. And it was like a train going up a hill, trying to slowly get back and stuff. And afterwards, everyone's going, that was a really nice story. And I was like, yeah, but the bit in the middle where I stopped talking for 30 seconds. <laughs> and that's and that was the worst because that's never happened. I've right. never blanked like that. Like I was just like, where am I? What's going on? What just happened? <laughs> oh, God. What the fuck is happening to my brain right now? And then I started worrying about my brain going, why isn't... Why can't I think of what I just stopped talking two by seconds ago? On stage. I don't know what happened. Wow. I'm sure there's a whole I lived a whole nother life in another reality or something <laughs> during that moment or something. But yeah, that was the weirdest one. That was probably the worst, just because I was I had no concept of what the fuck was going on with me. I, mean, I, can't, I can't remember. I, f- I feel like um the ones that I always enjoy the least are when you're you have to have an, an uh, like an attribute of something like um I think someone set us up. Often you get set up in scenes and you've got to be like an animal, like you're like a giraffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I never enjoy them, but you can sort of do it, but it's fine. But I think someone set us up in a scene and we were like fruit in a salad bowl or something like oh that God. or vegetables about to be put into a soup or something like that. It was We were food yeah. and we had to play the scene as food. And I just remember it being the least enjoyable time I've had on stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do I, how do I, how am I, I'm, I'm a potato. <laughs> how, how do I, how do I make this? Oh, uh, to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> I'm a potato. Oh, don't eat me. Oh, that's good. I should have done that. Maybe. I yeah. should have done oh, that. That's what, maybe it's a sad Let's talk about our best moments in bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was a potato. <laughs> and I made the bold choice of being Irish. <laughs> uh, we have uh, from Jason via the Facebook page, a little bit of input. It says, what are your fondest memories of Petty Revenge? Oh, Petty Revenge. I'm looking forward to hearing Jason's Petty Revenge against Carl for the, <laughs> uh, the Isolate Canteen incident. That's still to come. 2016. Uh, yeah. uh, That's still to come. Bookmark. I've got that one in the bank. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, I, I, I may have told this story before. I used to, when I was a teenager, work at uh, Safeway, yes. uh, Woolworths kind of thing, stacking shelves. And I had a manager who was a dick. Yep. Like, just, yep. like just... What's his name? Uh, or her name? I what were their names? I can't remember. It was oh. the, I can't remember. I could draw you a picture of him. Was it Hanneman? Or he looked like Hanneman. Alfred E. Newman, but with no gap in his teeth. Like Ooh. his hair oh. was forward, had a straight fringe. Nice. Uh, he was uh, very tall uh, and quite broad uh, with a big belly, uh, a very pimply face. He would have been in his early 20s when I was a teenager. What sort of working. name do you think he would have? I think it was, I started with B. I think it was like a Bill or a Bruce or something like that. Oh, first name basis. Ooh, fancy school. Uh, because he was Blair. Like, Let's call him Blair. He was nah. a nighttime manager, like an afternoon nighttime manager. Blair, and the nighttime manager. thought he was fucking God. Well, he's Blair. Oh. And, and uh, I was pretty cool. And, and I, you know, I wasn't, <laughs> Probably wasn't the best employee either. No, you had but I was a teenager um, authority issues at at, uh, at Safeway. Anyway, one day he gave me so much shit, like so much shit. You know, oh, you're stacking those shelves there, Jason. Oh my god, and just so fucking smug and like I, I you know, tried to make a fool of me in front of checkout chicks. And yeah. you know, what are you working at a, a store if you're not trying to pick up checkout chicks? <laughs> if you're a store a, a store a stocker. Yeah, yeah still stocker. Yeah, uh, that's shelf, the official shelf name. Stacker. Shelf stocker. Uh, and, and so, you stacker, know, I had stocker. crushes on girls at the front. So you'd lay on the cook as you go by and then he'd pull me up and go, don't be talking like in front of public and other people. Oh, and it, awesome. one, like for four hours one night, he just fucking trashed me. Yeah. And so I went outside. Is this where your fantasy of just destroying everything in a shop comes from? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like as soon as I get confronted by anyone in a shop says, don't do that. I get like, I go to a red line really quickly. Must do that. Uh, and so I went outside, and I, he had a really shit car that he thought ah. was really, really great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I walked up to it, and I, f- I put my bum on it on the the door panel. Yep. And then I lifted my knee up, and yep. I kicked the panel of his nice. door in. That's awesome. On That's all four doors. <laughs> That's destruction of property. I can't condone that. It really is. That. It's petty. <laughs> I can't and, condone that. And and he uh, and I was I was maybe sixteen. Yeah. Uh, and he never found out who did it, but he knew I did it. He knew uh, you did. He, no and proof. I knew that he knew I did it. Did you it. wipe your footprints off? I, I, just, <laughs> I just didn't do it. Like I, I just I just went away. That was nice. it. So that was that's. I'm not proud of it. I am proud of it. Yeah, I am proud of it because he was that a dude. fucking is that dickhead. Better or worse than keying a car? Do you reckon? Um, booting in the booting in the doors is that better or worse than keying a car? 
I, I wasn't a cross king in those days. Yeah, no, no, I'm just wondering. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Which do you think? If so, if cost wise, if, if something was going to happen to your car, which one would you prefer to happen to your car? In. I'd say the panel getting kicked in because it's going to bend them. If it's nice, if it's a nice kind of dent, you yeah. could pop it out maybe. Yeah. But if it's kind of a bit more hard edged and stuff around certain mm. points, as that's an adult, I, I I I wish I could take petty revenge, but I just can't. So you know, so two bag plane guy, I just gave him the sternest head shake. On the on the plane, it's just so he knew that I knew. That's uh, yeah. That's as far as my petty revenge goes. Right. Have you got one? Um, I've I've definitely talked about it on the podcast before, but as we've stated, um, a, lo- a whole lot of people have come on board oh, since the one hundred episodes. Thousands. Um, now that we're a legitimate podcast, <laughs> um, so there's no harm in us retreading old ground. No, my <laughs> best petty revenge, uh, my favourite petty revenge was against my high school nemesis Chad Weston. Um, <laughs> Chad Weston, there's a good name. Um, Chad Weston, who I started incorporating in all of our um drama. Oh, that's right. Theater production advertising material. All yeah. of our- his name was Evan. Evan. <laughs> Evan. Evan. What a fucking tool. Yes. <laughs> All right, sorry. Sorry. Um, he'll always be Blair to me. Um, <laughs> Evan Blair Thompson. Um, yeah, so Chad Weston, who didn't like me for some reason and um, would always, he would always just antagonise me for, for no real reason. Um, and uh, so I started putting, uh, putting, using him as the focal Key component of all our advertising material when when I was in um in, in high school. So all of our high school drama posters featured pictures of Chad Weston saying, Come see our show. Right. And things like that. And that mm. was that was my favorite petty revenge. Okay. Mine was again one of the I told this when we we're talking about our nemesis uh, in that reminisce episode. Um Marcus Allnut and we had the wars on the yes. beach and stuff. Yeah. Yep. So they ran Allnut boats, which was like a boat oh, hire place because yeah. I lived in Mordial like, and there's a creek there. So they've got all these little boats up. You guys, both of your Revenge involved Destroying tragic, stuff. tragic <laughs> destruction of property. Yeah. We sank one of their boats once by throwing a rock. Yeah, through that's it. what I'm saying. Oh, is that not the petty revenge? No, 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 no. This oh, is right. a separate case because okay. I've already talked about that. That was just well, one of the many stuff. battles in the yeah. All Nut War. Another yeah. time we snuck out in the middle of the night, yes. snuck down, untied all the boats, and floated them away. <laughs> oh, shit. Just down the creek. <laughs> they were in the creek. I don't know if they went out into the ocean. <laughs> they would have just spread out through the creek, though. <laughs> just. Be free, my friends. See, be I reckon free. that's better. That's a better move be than creative. dropping a rock. Yeah, yeah. Because, because they can get their boats back, but they've got to work for it. They've got to yeah. find the boats. It's, you're sending them on an adventure. It's a gift and an adventure if you, if they look at it in the right way. And one of the boats we loaded up with snakes. Oh god, yeah. snakes Where'd on you a get boat. Snakes, snakes. Oh, just you know. it was just lollies. Lolly snakes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the guy was diabetic. <laughs> in your face. <laughs> <laughs> and you bought all the insulin. And in speaking about angry and things like that, and you spoke it on one podcast, you last week. So this week, I've been thinking about the way I drive. Oh, good. Ah. And, the way, and the way I react. Yes. And I am a, I get incredulous. Like You're incredulous. Yeah, so I don't get angry. I'm like, really? I'm, like, a, gen- I'm a gentle scolder. Yeah, You're incredulous. I'm incredulous. And it's like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, it's not what? angry. I'm just like, I'm amazed. He's thinking that you were driving yeah. at 100 k's yeah. in what is a fucking mach- yeah. machine of death, really. Where are you going so and, fast? And you would do something crazy yeah. like that. Why would you do that? Yeah. So, yeah, that's my nice, incredulous car. Yeah. Driver updates. <laughs> yeah. We want everyone to know. Yes. And we'd like all of our listeners out there, our throng of listeners, to think about what kind of driver you are. Yeah. Are you a Carl? Are you a Rick? Are you our Jason? Are you are your legion. own kind of driver? I got one from Carl Manson. Manson. It Manson. says, advice for someone who is getting married next weekend. Ooh. Run! Run! <laughs> oh, well to done. the chapel <laughs> and get married because it's the best thing you'll ever do. <laughs> Uh, here's, here's my advice. When you're standing up, I think Jason told me this actually, because he was in the cadets, don't lock your knees out because the blood circulation stops and that's when people pass out. Yeah. Oh, right. So, so keep, a, keep, keep a slight bend in the knees. Imagine you're a slips fieldsman. Yeah. 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 Um, and you just got to keep that gentle stance that you can maintain for a long time. Otherwise, with the, with the rush of blood to the head, with the... With the release of serotonin and adrenaline when you see a bride come down the aisle, you'll fall down and that'll be the story that's told for the rest of your life, Carl. (laughs) Unlock your knees. (laughs) (laughs) And also, um, 
enjoy the love because everyone there is just giving out awesome joy and happiness and yeah. well, good wishes and all that. So it can be pretty hectic and chaotic on the day. Um, but, oh, my God, there's so many people that are just like, just want the best for you. Yeah. Like, and so take it's moments to just go, fucking hell, this is awesome. Yeah. You're surrounded by people who are all wishing you yeah. and your partner well. So I would say soak up the day. Yeah. Um, I would say enjoy the day as much as you can. But also don't see that day as the end of something like no. it's not because it i think a lot of people it's it's the culmination of all this planning yeah and so it feels like it, it, there's a drop off afterwards it's like yeah. oh now that's over now what yeah, yeah. you've got to see it as the beginning yeah it's it's the beginning of your life together and 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 this and this was a ritual that signifies a whole lot of things but don't allow that to then color the the, the rest of your life's not going to live up to this day because yes everyone's going to be pouring love at you but use that to to propel you onwards Yep. Not to not to dump you off the cliff of despair. And you will be dragged from pillar to post by people as well. It's not like you're going to sit down and have a two-hour conversation with someone because everyone wants a bit of you. Yeah. That's part everyone of the awesomeness as well. And yes, we will do a live podcast from the Everyone reception. wants a piece of you like a canteen worker in an airport fucking terminal. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a DJ, I've always wanted to DJ a wedding. Oh, so um, I have to just say, let me know. I'll I come will along. go on record. DJ Muncy Brown. I'm sure many would. To say that Rick Brown is a great DJ, yeah. a great yeah. DJ. He's got mad skills. I reckon the party, the wedding ceremony, wedding reception would be the, the, my perfect, my perfect arena. We could, yeah. we could, we could MC as the three of us <laughs> recorded for the podcast. Rick could, uh, all you need to do is set two more. Uh, Rick could DJ. Carl and I will dance in hot pants. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> and uh, good luck getting that one past your fiance. <laughs> uh, I listen to a podcast and they're going to come to the wedding <laughs> and capture it all. It'll be great. They do have a lot of listeners, so it will help uh, us. It will. Uh, immeasurably. Immeasurably. But yeah, just uh, don't get stressed as little as you can and have a fucking awesome time. Relax, breathe, enjoy. Don't lock the knees. Yeah. And, uh, in, and the future is yours for the taking. And don't drink too early because it's a long night. Yeah, yeah. yeah pace yourself. Pace for yourself. fuck's sake. You don't want to be the groom that's fucking messy. Then You want to be everyone messy around you. Gotta, you you got to be on the top of your game because you're <laughs> going to leave that reception at 10.30 for the best night of your life. And it's not too late to get the person who's um, tailoring your suits to add a little labial explosion. Just, just in the groin That's area. That's what Dirt could maybe tally your whole wedding as well. And it could, it will be at the forefront of fashion. People will be talking about your labial suit for years. <laughs> any, uh, any final questions? Let me see. Let me see. I think I got one more. Uh, Amanda Buckley. Now this might be a personal one, or it might be because she's just gotten onto Snapchat. Buck knuckle. Yes, it's just a photo of her looking angry at me. <laughs> okay, Aww. fair enough. I think we've uh, all felt that way from time to time. One last thing that yeah. we should announce on the podcast. Again, on our Facebook page, the wonderful wonderful Jennifer Sullivan uh, has put together our Dismissmas website uh, for the upcoming Dismissmas. Oh, yep. That's only awesome. a couple of months away now. Yep. Uh, you can find the link to that on our website. It is uh, uh, strikingly. Dot com. Why uh, wouldn't if, you? If you go there, you can submit your dismissmas uh, requests. It still does um, not have the official Dismiss Mouse logo because it is as yet not completed by this, Carl. These things take time. Yep, but we don't want to rush him. But we don't want to rush him. But the website is, is up uh, so you can begin to submit your dismissmas requests uh, so you can forward them to us and your friends at the same time. Uh, it's very exciting, so check that out as well. Yeah. Uh, we will see you next week for episode 102. 102, y'all. <laughs> Bye. And a shout-out to all the beach volleyball players out there who finally get to choose whether they, uh, whether they wear bikinis or not. I'm happy for all of them. They've, they're really... And though it hasn't been officially <laughs> sanctioned, I, I support your choices. <laughs> this is going to go on a bit.